Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 208 and we have the wonderful Laura Posey back on the show. Hi, this is Laura Posey. You're listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. Well, I can't wait to dive in deeper with Laura today about planning for success, what she's doing with her amazing clients, because Laura made it to an internationally recognized speaker, author, and consultant by changing her business and life dramatically, as we have found out in episode 207 with her when she shared her amazing story of how she went to Sedona and had that big epiphany. Laura is also known as a simple planning specialist for her unique ability to simplify and laser focus her clients to get them to achieve amazing results. Her simple strategic plan is used by over 2,500 companies, all in the range from startups to Fortune 100. And also me, I have gone through her program and I loved it. So I'm so, super excited to get to talk to Laura even more today. And let's see what kind of juicy golden nuggets we will be sharing with you. Well, I am so, super excited to have you back on the show, Laura. Thanks for having me. This is so much fun. Yeah. And we, uh, we finished off and you told me that I'm going to love your story about what the first thing was you ever sold. So almost bursting to find out. <laughs> I'm so excited because knowing you, it's probably something very interesting, uh, interesting so story to share with us. So what, what was it? The first thing I ever sold in my life was I sold extremely expensive knives going door to door. Like, so may like, I, like when was it? Did, were you I was uh, 16 years old. Okay. So I, you're always I, going to say, like, did you walk around like as an eight-year-old? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, I was never one of those kids that sold stuff in school. I, I answered this ad because I wanted to make big money. And a set of these knives, um, you know, I mean, this is many years ago. Um, at that time was six or $700, which you know, to me was a fortune. And so, of course, I sold them to all of my friends and, and relatives, and then I had to go find other people. <laughs> and so, I went and knocked on doors and asked people if I could come in and show them these knives, and we had a whole presentation. Um, and then, at the end, I would ask them to spend $600 for a set of knives. And so some people did. Yeah. Do, do you remember your very first customer? Oh, yeah. My first customer was my grandmother. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> yeah. <"What's> someone. <laughs> she didn't buy a whole set, though. She only bought one knife from me. She bought one little paring knife from me. <laughs> so how, how did it feel when she actually gave you the money for it or the check? Oh, it was, I was super nervous. I mean, I was just quaking in my shoes because I thought, oh my gosh, like this is grandma's money. I have to be careful with this. Like I have to be like super on top of it because this was the grandmother that was um, very strict, very intense. And, and she was a great cook. And I thought, oh my gosh, I really hope these things are as good as they think they are. You know, I've been selling them. And uh, so, yeah, I was so nervous. But she loved it. She did, yeah. Yeah, good, good. And, and what a test, because oftentimes when I talk to my clients, what are they nervous about? They actually worry about their clients or potential clients' money. Mm-hmm which is then in the way. So if you know that you do yeah. have a product that serves them and that they really need it, yeah, that you shouldn't have those worries because it's going right. to bring you off balance. Yeah. 
Well, and I think sometimes when we're selling services, especially, and the service is us, yeah. you know, it, we, we get nervous and, and we think, well, you know, what if I'm not, you know, all of that head trash that we have, uh, but maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe it's not as good as I think it is. Um, all of that comes into play. Yeah. And it, it's great that you talk about it because I think it's something typical that every entrepreneur goes through in some, to some extent. Oh, yeah. And it's just something natural. And oftentimes when you don't talk to people about your fears, then mm -hmm. you will never find out that other people have the same. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, which keeps you stuck with this fear because you yeah. think, oh, I'm all by myself, right? I'm the only one on this planet. And right. What if I'm, the, I'm a fraud? And what if I can't deliver? What if they don't love it? And right. then you're just basically in your own way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Most of us are our own worst enemies. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I'm quite sure that most of the listeners too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, what we forgot to mention in the last episode, I want to do this right now because it's such an amazing gift you brought us. And people can obviously get it in the show notes under resources. Um, but also you can just go to simplesuccessplans.com forward slash daily. Tell us a little bit about it. So it's our daily success checklist kit. And the daily success checklist is the tool that I use every single day to get all the important things done. And, it, and things like playing the violin and, and practicing Spanish and journaling and meditating and exercising, in addition to all of the big stuff that drives my business forward. And I've been using this tool for years. Clients absolutely love it. And so I want to give you a, a version that you can print and use every day a version that you can fill in online if you're a typist instead of a handwriter. Um, I want to give you some samples so that you can see exactly how it looks when it's done. And I want to give you a complete tutorial video that walks you through every single section and sort of why this section is here, how to fill it out, and how to use it. Um, the, the tutorial takes 12 minutes. It takes about a minute and a half every day to use the checklist. But the tutorial is much longer than it takes to actually use the, the tool, but I want you to understand it fully. Yeah, totally. And, um, you know, I, I hope that some sales activity <laughs> is included or activity that drive your business forward, making connections, yes. building relationships. And yeah, I will definitely have a look. And I, I think what I really need to put down is like workouts. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. This is something that's like a flexible piece. And since yeah. it's flexible, well, it doesn't get done too often. <laughs> well, wait, one of the things, one of the first section on the checklist is what we call our success habits. And these are the things that you do every single day that make you a better person, that set you up for business success. So a lot of times they're the things that personally, so for me, it's journaling, meditating, practicing Spanish, practicing the violin, and getting 30 minutes of some kind of exercise. And, and exercise for me could be I'm just going to go for a walk, or it could be yeah. I'm going to go to the gym and swim really hard. Um, it, it, you know, it varies, but I just got to get up and move for 30 minutes because it, it makes me a healthier, better person. And I find that when I do those things in the morning before I sit down to work, I am a much better worker. I'm much more focused. I get more done. I'm, I deliver better for my clients and my business grows. And if I skip them, I feel it. Yeah. Not so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and they, they, they don't take long. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it takes, yeah. it takes me about 90 minutes to do all of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that you have to 
practice like two hours of Spanish every day, right? No, I practice like 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm not, enough. again, it's, 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 I'm not trying to, you know, master Spanish. I'm trying to learn a new skill and get my brain opened up. The violin is for creativity. It, it, it uses different neural pathways. And I am a better writer when I practice the violin. Hmm. Wow. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So uh, have you always been a person that loved to sell? Or is it something that you kind of grow into? Oh, I know. I was really shy. I, I never, I, I was not the sort of natural salesperson. Um, but interestingly, my mom was. My mom was, was a telemarketer for a long time. Um, she, her claim to fame is that she, one of the places she worked was she sold cemetery plots. She would call people up and ask them to buy cemetery plots. And she did so well that she sold all the plots and they had to fire her because there was nothing left to sell. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm and, quite sure with those skills, she found another job without any issues. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, my mom can always find a job selling. Um, and she's, she's just always sold on the phone. And she really helped me understand that selling is this wonderful opportunity to help people get things that they want. It's not about talking people into things. Mm. It's about talking to enough people to find the ones that are naturally interested and naturally have a problem that you can solve. And then helping them solve that. And in exchange, you get paid lots of money. So, you know, her, her philosophy with cold calling was, it's just a survey. Like, I'm not calling to tell you you need a cemetery plot. I'm calling to see if this is something that's on your mind, if it's something that you're worried about or concerned about. And if it is, then we'll have a conversation and see if I can help you. And if it's not something you care about, okay, great. I'm just going to move on to the next person. Yeah. Um. And, and that, that idea of it's a survey, and I'm, I'm just calling to find the people that are naturally interested. Um, it, it took all the pressure out of it for me and made it really easy. Yeah, I love that. So I'm just going to repeat that. So by thinking you're just doing a survey, you mm -hmm. can basically call anyone without any pressure because mm -hmm. if they're not interested, you move on. If yeah. they're interested, you offer a conversation. That's it. Yeah, End that's it. Yeah. And, and every single person, if I gave you a list of 50 people and said, I'd like you to call these people and ask them if they like chocolate ice cream, just yes or no. Everybody could make those calls, right? Yeah. It'd be, hey, this is Laura Klein. I just have one question for you. Do you like chocolate ice cream? Doing a survey. Yes or no. Okay, great. Thanks. And, and if I'm selling chocolate ice cream, then when they say, yes, I love chocolate ice cream, I might say, well, what's your favorite kind? Right? And I'm just having a conversation. And if they say, no, I hate chocolate ice cream. Okay, great. Thanks. Next. Like, I'm not going to try to sell them chocolate ice cream. Yeah. Or if, you know, they say, well, I live in Minnesota and it's January and it's 40 below. I love chocolate ice cream, but I'm freezing. I don't want any chocolate ice cream. Okay, great. I'll call you in the summer. <laughs> yeah. Always, always have a plan mm -hmm. <laughs> and make it simple. So, which makes simple success plans. Yes. <laughs> so what, what means uh, hard sells for you? Um, you know, for me, it's, it's really just coming from a position of wanting to help people, right? And, and I think that's what sales is. And, and all of the good salespeople I know sell because they are, they're representing something that they believe in, that they know can help people, 
and they want to help as many people as they can. And, and so it is, it's, it's an emotional event for them. And that, you know, if somebody says, well, I don't want that, or I'm not interested in that, that's okay. Right. It just means they're not at a place where they're ready for it. Um, and that's fine. Talk to them later. Maybe they'll be ready later. Um, but it is that, that caring about people and coming at it from the standpoint of, it's not that I, I care first about my bank account. It's that I care first about helping this other person. Yeah. Totally agree. And if somebody has difficulties to get that machine started, right, they're still afraid of making an offer because it's what they thought of. It's like mm -hmm. their creation. Yeah. Um, and I find it's always easier to sell something for someone. Sure. Right. When I made the transition from my corporate job where I sold high ticket life events mm -hmm. all day long, called people all day long to actually putting a price tag on my services. Yeah. That was a pretty big step to take, even yeah. though I was lucky because I knew what had to be done to make it work. Mm -hmm. Right. Not everybody, you know, has a position where they come from a, um, over a decade sales career and right. have sold millions. So they at least know they are capable of this. <laughs> right. Exactly. So how, how can people get started? Like, is there something you did that made it easier for you? Or did you just approach the survey approach? Like, what, what is it that you have done? Yeah, so I, when I started um, this business, I, I did a lot of networking, just going out and talking to people and finding out, like, what are the issues, right? What are people having trouble with? And um, I was doing sales training at the time for other salespeople, for sales teams. And I realized that a lot of entrepreneurs were having trouble selling. And I thought, oh, well, I know exactly what that feels like, right? Because like you, I had sold as a career. And then when I had to sell myself, it was like, oh, you know, maybe I, maybe I should just offer a discount. And, you know, I, I was underpricing everything. And, and, you know, so I really understood what it was like to be in those shoes. So I, I just talked to a lot of people, found out what the issues were, created a program around that. But I think the, the biggest thing that you can do is so often we listen to our own voice and we listen to our own value. Go out and ask people who know you well. What, what do you think I'm really good at? What do you think people would, would buy from me? What do you think people would say I'm really good at? What do you think I should deliver? And they will tell you, and sometimes it will really surprise you. And then you can ask, like, you know, if I, if I sold it for this, do you think people would pay that? And they're going to say, yeah, absolutely. And then here's when you, once you start to do the work, pay attention to people's responses and write down all the good things that they say about you. I'm a huge fan of if you're doing um, work virtually, record everything and then transcribe it and go back and, and highlight all of the places where they said, wow, that was really good. Oh, you really understood that. That was a great question. Like gather all of that and put it in a, a book so that you can see like, oh, wow, we really are good at this. This is great. They, they like this. They like that. Um, and use that to remind yourself that you are really good at what you do. Yeah, I think those reminders are very, very crucial, especially yeah. when you have a day that might not go very well. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I have a folder where I drop stuff. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, if it's raining, 
I just mm-hmm. have a look at the folder and I feel much better. Exactly. Yeah, we have a whole file of just nice stuff people have said. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, that just makes you smile. It, it, it mm-hmm. kind of lifts you up. And uh, yeah, I just, I just love the idea. So people- it's, it's market research. It's people telling you, hey, you are valuable. Yeah. Right? I gave you money and you are delivering on your promise. Mm-hmm. Right? So don't listen to that little devil in your head. Listen to what your real clients are saying about you. That's the truth. Yeah. And they are the ones paying you, not the little voice in your head, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I incorporated uh, not that long ago, but I started to ask people, especially when we have one-on-one sessions, mm-hmm. what was most valuable for you today? Yes. And it's Great so question. surprising what they are taking away that yes. I haven't even thought of. Yes. Where I'm going like, oh, that's interesting. Okay, well, that goes into the folder. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I and learned it, something about myself. <laughs> absolutely. And it, it helps them understand the value it, it, because they, now they have to articulate the value to them, right? And they go, oh, you know what? Wow, I'm going to keep hiring this person because there's value. Every time we talk, there's value. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, they have to express it. It's not just, well, this was a great session. Right. And then you don't really know what, what was great about it. Right. Right. Or this was very helpful, but you don't know in which way it helped. Yes. So like going deeper, I think is really important and it will help you maybe with your marketing copy. Oh, right? all day long. Yes. It will help you with the conversations. It will help you with your self-confidence. It will help you when you design your pricing strategy that mm-hmm. you know you deliver and that you don't need to feel like a fraud because people have said it over and over and over again that you are brilliant in what you do. Right. And I think that's, that's really important because then everything around in your business will change because now you are the one actually leading it. Yes. And you know what needs to be done. Exactly. So that's so cool. So if there's like a parting piece of guidance, what would you love to leave us with? Um, I I think it's the, the idea that building your dream business is like building your dream house. You can't just go to the hardware store and start buying stuff and slapping it together. You really have to step back and say, what do I want to build? Get a very clear picture of it. Draw up a plan for how you're going to build that and then figure out, what are the pieces that I'm going to build myself and what is all the stuff that I can outsource? Um, But I've always found that if you keep that image in your head of my plan is a blueprint for building my business and it's, it's based on this vision in my mind of what I really want to build. Um, And that, you know, you can build a million dollar house with minimum wage labor because it's got a good blueprint and a good plan and you can build your business really easily when you've got a good blueprint and a good plan. Yeah. And you can build it around the lifestyle you desire. Exactly. So that you do not create yourself another job. Oh, no. I, and I've learned that this year. I learned that years ago. But this year I'm getting ready to take about, um, I'll be gone for about five weeks. I'm going to Australia for quite a long time. And then I'm coming back and going uh, to New Mexico for some t- um, some vacation and my team is running the business while I'm gone. Um, I'm not checking in. I'm not touching anything. They are fully empowered. 
Um, and they're contractors. I don't have any full-time employees. These are part-time contractors. But they understand the plan. They know what they need to do. They know how to make business decisions. And so you really can have that time, money, and location freedom when you've got a good plan and a team that knows how to execute it. Yeah. And you provide us with some daily help. With yes. Your, <laughs> yes. <laughs> with your daily map. Tell us, tell us about it. Where can people find it? And obviously, all the links to you will be in the show notes. Yep. Um, so it's at simplesuccessplans.com forward slash daily. And it's the daily success checklist kit with all of the templates, the checklists, the samples, the tutorial video, everything you need to get started in under 15 minutes. Well, that sounds good. And that sounds totally be doable. It <laughs> so is. No excuses with overwhelm, right? No. It's not a 10 hour course you need to sit down and do. It's uh, really simple. And um, yeah, thank you so, so much for providing this. I just love it. And for the wonderful conversations. And I really hope that people take action and get organized so that they can organize their business around their life. Exactly. Thanks for having me today. Well, again, such an amazing conversation with Laura. I loved how she reminded us on what kind of questions to ask, to ask our clients, to ask people who are investing into our companies, into us as entrepreneurs to really figure out what are we good at? What do they see in ourselves that we can't see? And I think if you really understand that, then it's even more easy to monetize your gifts and to give it to the world with the right price tag, with the right emotions, because now you know for sure you are serving and you don't need to worry about your client's money or if they're going to say yes or if you will be able to deliver. Now you already know. That is the truth. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab and find Laura's wonderful episode number 208. Also, if you have not listened yet to 207, where Laura and I actually had a conversation around the secret pot of money, you probably want to check that out as well. And once you're over there, make sure you get her amazing daily success checklist kit, read through the transcript, have a look at the show notes. And if you have not yet subscribed to Heart Says Podcast, please do so. And we always appreciate your five star rating and review. And once you're over there and you have not yet signed up for the empowerment notes, that would be also a good place to start to get empowerment right into your inbox and amazing resources and content that I usually do not share elsewhere. Thank you so, so much for having been here. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. Oh,